Okay, today's sentence, sentence of the day 40, comes to us again from Romeo and Juliet. We're in Act 2. Sorry, my, my annotation up here is, is incorrect. That should say 2, 1. Uh, I'll fix it in the slides. And so it comes from the very, very beginning of Act 2. And our sentence reads, Now old desire doth in his deathbed lie, and young affection gapes to be his heir. All right, so uh, we have a prepositional phrase in his deathbed. Um, lie is not really a, it's not really a part of the prepositional phrase, but it does describe deathbed, so I could understand why we might bracket that off. Um, and now this second half of the sentence, to be his heir, is that a prepositional phrase? No. How come? To be. Okay. So our whole verb is actually gapes to be. Gapes to be what? Air. That's right. All right. So let's go back to the top of our sentence here. Our first verb was doth. And it's actually doth lie. Lie as in lie down, right? So our whole verb is doth lie, and doth is just an old-fashioned form of does. So today we say does, in Elizabethan times we said doth, but it's the same meaning, okay? So doth lie is the same as does lie. Who or what does lie? Desire does lie, okay? That is our verb and subject. We know there won't be any more main parts. How do we know? Oh, the sentences can go from line to line. So how do we know without even looking that there aren't any more main parts? If we just look at, look at the sentence without even asking the direct object question, we know there won't be one. How do we know? We don't even need to ask the direct object because of the comma. Right? Cliff rule. Yeah, cliff rule. Because we have a comma there, we know we can't have other main parts. We would need to have a pair of commas. We don't have a pair of commas, right? Okay. Our next verb is gapes to be. What does gape usually mean to you? Yep. Uh, yep, yep. So we could say uh, a gaping hole is a big wide open hole, right? Something that gapes is sort of wide open. It's a verb, so it has to, we have to have an action. So like gaping would be like opening up, right? Um, so usually, I think when we use gapes, we usually use it to mean either a big hole or we mean to say that somebody's kind of staring at somebody else, they gape. And I think specifically it's like staring with a kind of wide-eyed, open mouth, like, you know, expression, sort of. Which makes sense with the idea of being opened up too. It's right, like you're you're kind of like mouth is open, your eyes are open. You're like, oh, what's going on? Okay, in awe, yeah. So that's how we usually use gapes today. Clearly, in this sentence, it's a synonym for wants. Okay, so it's an old-fashioned synonym for wants. So gapes. Uh, sorry, gapes to be. Who or what gapes to be? Affection. Affection is a subject. Affection gapes to be what? Air. Air is the direct object. How many clauses do we have in this sentence? 
two, two verbs and subjects. How many of those clauses are independent? Two. two. They both are. How do we know they're both independent? Because they both have a subject. All clauses have subjects. Brandon? Brilliant. The first one's independent, and they're joined together with a conjunction, so the second one is also independent. Excellent answer. Questions about today's sentence? All right.